Hey, Dan, how are you feeling? I'm feeling okay. Feeling better? Well, not better, but I'm feeling okay. Oh, that's right. Danny, Danny came down with the COVID. Finally, yep. we thought he had escaped Finally. it. Finally. Oh, I'm such a, <laughs> I'm a classic late he has been. He has been avoiding it. And yeah, finally caught up with him, unfortunately. I've been avoiding it. And I was like, you know what? Better to get it done now. Let's do it. (laughs) Sign me up. Where's the COVID? Yeah. yeah, I went like this. I went, uh, put up the jazz hands. He's wiggling his fingers. I don't know. Bring me the COVID. Bring it on. You just took your shirt off and put it around your shoulders like a cape. What is going on? Why do you have to out me like this? (laughs) I'm hot. I've got a little bit of the COVID Man, chills. I was I wondering how long. Now everyone's going to know I'm podcasting shirtless with my shirt draped across my neck. Sexy. I was wondering how long it was going to take for you to mention that it was hot. And it's like, I not even like 30 seconds in. I don't, I don't think. think it's hot. Unlike normal, I'm hot. I'm hot. I You're run, so hot, Danny. I go back and forth. Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sadie Hawkins Pod. Hello, everyone. I was saying I'm not, I run hot and cold with this COVID thing. So I'm doing fine, just to let everyone know. My symptoms have not, you know, on the Matt Skiba mentioned last week, <laughs> if you listened to our free Patreon episode, and Matt Skiba helped Jessica introduce the episode it was so weird i just came in and i was ready to sit down and <laughs> record a little intro and here was matt skiba sitting at our tables wearing my headphones and right. i was like what's going on well i figured he had been here because then i looked around the kitchen and i'm like oh there's sacrificial candles and parchments everywhere oh no <laughs> so anyway as matt skiba mentioned for us <laughs> in that episode he said how i was asymptomatic at the time i was basically kind of asymptomatic but i did catch some symptoms but nothing's like i'm not feeling any worse than any like major allergy or light flu i've ever had i'm very lucky i don't have heavy symptoms i felt this sick before for you know times pre-covid i have felt this kind of sick before it doesn't feel that bad so i've been lucky so far but i run hot and cold chills and my you know i'm stuffed up and my energy's down so i'm sorry i know you're all expecting that big ruckus danny energy to carry the episode <laughs> it's what everybody comes here for my in your face attitude my proactive poochie esque entertainment style you're such a pc thug danny (laughs) i hate being called a greasy thug (laughs) oh reliant k related news it's not news it's just an aside but i found while i was i was cleaning out our hallway closet this week and i found my reliant k mm -hmm sticker from back in the day and I think I maybe got it like at my first Reliant K show when they were on tour. Because if you look at the back, it says Reliant K mm-hmm, album in stores now featuring Be My Escape. And then it's got a picture and it says on tour now. And then it says capital goatee and capital 
E Street team. So, or maybe I got this oh, for e being, team, yeah, yeah, maybe I got this for being like a MySpace Were you person part of the or e something. Street team and I think I might have signed up, up at some point, probably. Yeah, I think that might have happened. So maybe I got it through that. I don't remember, but I was really excited to find this. And it's a little, uh, it's a little crinkly. It's got some, some uh, heat bubbles there. It has moved quite a few times okay. and cross country. So, yeah, I'd definitely yeah. be afraid to peel that off. And oh, it would yeah. Just fall apart. Yeah, but I was just I was just excited to find that. That's oh my gosh, cool. CapitalStreetTeam.com. Is that still around? Does Capital really need a street team? <laughs> right? Get out there and spread the word about Capital Records. <laughs> yeah, so we'll take some pictures of this and uh, post it on the socials. Because I just thought that was a fun little, little thing to stumble across. I still have not found my uh, license plate frame. Uh, or the the uh, car air freshener that I got as part of the um, th- first three gears set. I, I got. said it once and a million times. It's in the storage unit. Yeah. But well, we got you know. That's a whole other thing. Uh-huh. I can't work in there right now because. <coughs> With my new black shoes. And oh, yeah, yeah. You really play it up, Dan. Would you mind covering oh, your yeah, mouth sorry. in front of me? We are not six feet apart right now. You should be wearing a mask. Okay, well, get, get me a mask. I'm not getting up. <laughs> well, actually, sort of more in Reliant K News, in actual Reliant K News, this week, like since the last two weeks we've done a regular episode, Hoops has been crazy busy with the main accounts. Yeah, And he we has. just got flooded with likes from the official yeah. Reliant K Twitter <laughs> uh, Instagram account. The official Reliant K Instagram account liked a bunch of stuff going back for months. And, you know, we post a bunch of fan stuff every week. So, you know, I assume it was hoops and it, replying to, like, people's covers and being like, this is amazing. And the these kids are hilarious. And these things are that things. There was, like, <laughs> it was just funny to see Reliant K's official Instagram account finally really. Because we've had, like, the Instagram shares, the, the story shares a couple mm-hmm. of times. But to actually see them engaging and seeing all the content from other fans from the last 20 years that we've reposted, that was exciting. Super fun. And it seems like, and then I guess there was another, there was like a post. Oh, yeah, that's right. And uh, Reliant K is on TikTok officially. It's called Reliant K Official on TikTok. Uh, And... There was one. Oh yeah, and then there was that post, right? Was it from Hoops? You told me about it. I didn't even see it. Yes. Okay. Well, I didn't see it. So Jessica, <laughs> I saw the Reliant K official TikTok, and then Jessica's like, "Oh yeah, did you see that?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I did." But she didn't know what I saw. She didn't know I meant the Reliant K TikTok. I guess there was another post. It was an Instagram post. It was an Instagram post, which I did not see. He and Tyson have been hanging out. They like spent a weekend together or something, and we're talking about, you know directions for for projects moving forward and such so it's like oh does this mean new music coming soon are they yeah you know they talking about what direction to take the band in like exciting stuff right so that seems great well i was thinking like they're doing all these posts on on social media they started up a new tiktok account there's footage of you know there's there's this post discussing hoops and tyson hanging out and reconnecting his friends do you think this means reliant k is over what because everyone for the last four years thought every little thing like a like a greatest hits compilation must mean they're over there was one thing where um 
Hoops was selling a bunch of his pedals. This is a couple weeks ago now. This is before our last episode. Hoops is selling a bunch of his personal pedal collection. And they boosted it with the official Instagram account. Because I guess these are like expensive pieces. This isn't just like he's selling things for a couple hundred dollars. I think these are like, you know, you need to find a collector. Someone who has the capital that wants to buy these items. So he kind of boosted this post using the official insta the official twitter of relying k and then someone replied to you know to hoops selling some of his personal pedal collection and said does this mean there's no more reliant k and i'm i saw that i'm like no but then hey you never know that that would be worrying to me no for sure. it's just his personal he just got too many it's he just i'm got sure too he just has pedals, too many pedals but and he's you just know. selling them for some money Maybe he's selling them so he can get better gear to record the next album. Maybe. Well, someone replies and says, does this mean no more Reliant K? And the official Reliant K Twitter account replies and says, ha ha, no. And I held back. There you go. I held back. I didn't hop. You I wanted didn't Danny to Danny it. I wanted to Danny it. Oh. I wanted to hop in and reply to Reliant K and say, what do you mean no? You mean no, no more band? I applaud you for showing restraint. People on the internet don't understand you, Danny. I don't care if people don't understand me. I don't care if you don't understand me. I don't understand you sometimes. Ryan K's music has taught me nothing, if not that I will never be understood. I don't know. It hasn't taught me that. Um... So I'm guessing we have voicemails we because I heard the chime of the, the, Bluetooth, uh, the speaker. Bluetooth speaker popping on there. So here are two voicemails from Daniel who called. And now it's been almost two weeks because we had this time off from my COVID uh, diagnosis or whatever you call it. My COVID, um, whatever, <laughs> for my getting COVID. We, these go back. Two weeks now. He called pretty quickly after our last episode. What was our last episode? <laughs> Week before last? No, I said, oh, when, what? what was it? <laughs> hold on. Hold on. No, no I, I got this. I got this. Oh, you got it? We don't have to edit. You can just go for it. You can get it. I know what it is. I just looked it up. You can think about it. Think about what did we Am talk about? Am I understood? About? No. No. <laughs> I know that's not it. <laughs> kind of think about some of the things we... Let's get our brains going. This is okay. a good... This is a good... This is open, a warm-up. This is a Here good go. warm-up right. exercise. You guys ready to warm up Every episode, we should try to remember what was the song we did last week. It's a good warm-up exercise. Think. Try to think, what did we talk about? What was the thing we talked about? There's another clue I can give you, but I'm going to wait to see if that jogs remember. What kind of things did we talk about? What kind of things did we talk about? Operation. No, that's a couple it, further weeks I'm back. naming things that were, were, that's were three in the episodes back. <laughs> Think about the topics. What kind of things did we talk about? Do you want a clue? Yeah. There's a Patreon episode that we are talking about. Our next Patreon episode is built off of what we talked about last week. The song itself ties into a certain topic. So we were talking about doing a Patreon episode expanding on that particular topic well i know that we've recently done the the christian criticism blog about Not that. christian music um what's another patreon episode <laughs> this has got to be fascinating radio for people but i just should, i believe in you i believe that you can get this, this. <laughs> no we're gonna keep this in i believe you can get this 
Okay, you want another clue? <laughs> yes, please. It ties into a certain movie and a soundtrack that we're going to talk about on Patreon. Oh, right. Chronicles of Narnia. Right. Uh, uh, so we did bed knobs and broomsticks. <laughs> no, that's not it. Uh, it's hard to believe to that bury you can't us get or Asriel. No, Asriel. <laughs> Is that not the no. name of the lion? <laughs> no, it's Aslan. The name of the song we did last week. It's hard um, to believe that you haven't the truth. gotten it. There you go. The truth. Wow. So because of we did. Are we going to cut any of that down? No. Brevity? Oh no. <laughs> Maybe we'll trim some of the pauses. I don't know. But yeah, we're going to talk about the Chronicles of Narnia, inspired by soundtrack, on Patreon.com/slash Sadie Hawkins Pod because. Relying K didn't get picked up for it. So let's see what did get picked up for it. This is why I'm really afraid to get the COVID again, because I've already got some of those lingering uh, <laughs> brain fog things and my whole body shakes after I work out and things like that. And yeah, so <laughs> you keep your COVID to yourself, please, Dan. You've been you've been doing a good job so far. Okay. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's Daniel. Uh I'm sorry I haven't called in, like, forever. I keep wanting to – I keep having stuff to say about the episodes, and then by the time I am in my car for leaving work, I just have forgotten everything I want to say. But um, I just uh, – I just wanted to say um, I love The Truth, uh, the song. Um, it's, it's a good one, underrated one, which they play that live more. Um and uh, that's cool to know that it's based on Why the Witch in the Wardrobe. I actually didn't know that about this song. Um, I recommend reading the rest of the series. Um, I do I do think you've read the coolest ones already, which is The Magician's Nephew and uh, The Horse and His Boy. Those are two of my favorites. But also The Last Battle is really good, and The Silver Chair. Um, I like those ones a lot. Um, they're super easy to read. You can knock them out in, like, a couple of hours. I should probably go reread through those again. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, love some, uh, fantasy books. Good stuff. All right. I just, I really don't have anything to say. I wanted to say hi to you guys. So, uh, hope you're doing well. Take care. Hi. Thank you for calling. And I hope you took that, that turn very safely. <laughs> and then Daniel calls back with what he remembered that he wanted to say. Uh, hey, it's Daniel again. Uh, I remember the other thing I was going to say, which is about Queen, which is, how dare you? Uh, just kidding, but really, uh, Queen is the greatest band of all time, and I think it's because they, uh, you know, added so many elements into their music and pulled it off. There are a lot of bands who try and do too much. I will agree with that. Um, you know, maybe Panic of the Disco or somebody like that is, is a good example, but i I think Queen made it work. Um, you know, I think a good example is Bohemian Rhapsody. You know, I think it's the greatest song of all time because, you know, not only, you know, did they manage to make, like, a great song out of, like, all these, like, operatic elements and rock and, um, you know, the production of it or whatever, but, you know, not only is it great, but it's not some, like, niche, like, um, thing that like only snobby people have ever heard of or whatever. It's like a song that like everybody knows the words to. Like if you go to a karaoke night or something, you know somebody's gonna try it and everybody will know the words. 
Um, you know, the fact that they were able to create a song that complex and have it be this like cultural touchstone, you know, I think speaks pretty highly to what they did as far as um, having all these different influences and, and doing different things. I mean, everything from like making themselves sound like they're in a gospel choir to like making themselves do a song that sounds like it could have been an Elvis song and then, you know, uh, all the rock influences and I don't know. They're just great. Uh, Queen is the greatest band of all time. Very fair points. Very, yes. So what I'm hearing is, True. what I'm hearing is Sadie Hawkins pod <laughs> becomes a Queen podcast oh, after no. we finish all the Reliant oh, K music. No. <laughs> I mean, I won't even listen to Deathbed. How are you going to get me to sit down and listen to, like, all 80 minutes of Bohemian Rhapsody? I don't think the songs really compare to the reason why you don't listen to them. No. You don't listen to Deathbed for the thematic reasons. Yes. <laughs> Could you imagine if it's like, it's like, oh, Bohemian Rhapsody really, really triggers me, guys. <laughs> Well, it might trigger some people. Yeah. I mean, he sings, Mama, I just killed a man. Is that too much for you? Is that part of your triggers? You're like, oh, this is too violent and upsetting. Exactly. (laughs) Okay, well, there's one more voicemail. Uh, Hey, Jess and Dan. Uh, This is Bjorn from Washington. Uh, New listener to your show. Really enjoying it so far. Uh, A couple... Days ago, I was listening to your episode on I Just Want You to Know, and uh, I was shocked to hear uh, you guys bring up my crappy instrumental upload of the song. And yes, you are completely right. I did just uh, do that in Audacity in five minutes. Uh, but there's actually a funny backstory for that. Um my school was going on a retreat, and uh, they were going to do a talent show, but I didn't play guitar yet, so uh, I really wanted to do something for the talent show to impress a girl I liked, so I thought she would enjoy that if I did uh, a Reliant K song, because uh, she kind of had a passing interest, uh, but then they ended up not even doing the talent show, so... I didn't get the chance to humiliate myself. Uh, But yeah, uh, really funny. Uh, Enjoy your show. Uh, Hope to listen more. Thank you. Bye. Oh, man. Well, thank you for listening. And I'm sorry if we tore apart your your cover. (laughs) But I'm even more sorry that you didn't get to do the talent show in the end. (laughs) But I love that story. And I love learning things like that about these covers. That's why I spent so long trying not to be too mean when it came to covers. Um, I think that I didn't, it's not in my notes. I wanted to play the cover. So I don't remember what we said in that episode, obviously, but I'm curious what that cover sounded like. Here it is. Oh, it was just a, right. It was the splitter track. Okay. That's why I didn't see it. Cause I don't put splitter. I didn't put it in cover section. I put it in. I put it in the regular studio track section. So he took... This is a situation where he took the existing track 
and processed it through some audio program to try to process out the vocals as much as possible. <laughs> gotcha, okay. Well, that's always interesting when people actually hear... People discover on our podcast us talking about their videos. That's how yeah. we, That's how Tim Sullivan originally contacted us as well. That's right. But you don't have to feel bad no matter what we said because it's not a cover cover. It's I suppose just that's true. a processed yeah, yeah. Okay. track of the actual studio track. And I would love to know... So it didn't happen. There was no talent show. But I'd love to know somewhere, anyone else who's done a similar thing where they take a a digitally manipulated splittered track of a studio song where you try to get rid of the vocals and then play that over like the monitors in like a church sanctuary or some sort of auditorium and then you sing along to that because it's got that awful digital warble. So I can't imagine that a splittered track with the vocals removed from a regular studio track actually sounds good it's probably like a real assault on the ears <laughs> and you're trying to like sing melodically over it while it's like maybe it just makes you sound extra good oh probably it's a good tactic actually it's a very good tactic. yeah sure that's a great tactic make sure your music sounds as <laughs> crappy as possible so your singing sounds even better <laughs> remember that remember that people out there Interested in music production. So this week we're talking about Fallen Out. That's right. Which is a song by the band Reliant K. It is. From their 1978 album, <laughs> Two Lefts Don't Make a Right. There was, There's actually a promotional single of this song with forward motion. Uh, and according to Fandom Wiki, this was the second single off of Two Lefts. Okay. Interesting. Which I did not actually realize. Which we, um, totally, we, uh, last week, I remembered, we, uh, came across that thing where a penny loafer saved, a penny loafer earned was, right. on Wikipedia claims it was released as a single, which it absolutely wasn't. I, th when I listened to that episode in the edit, I realized we definitely talked about that during the Penny Loafer Saved episode. Gotcha. We found that Wikipedia page for the truth where it claimed that Penny Loafer Saved was released as a single. And I thought about it further. Sorry, we'll get into falling out in a second. I thought about this Wikipedia article for the truth, just to catch anyone up who didn't listen two weeks ago. The Wikipedia for the truth, the song by Relying K., claims in there apropos of almost nothing that a penny loafer saved was released as a single and we're like no it wasn't this is ridiculous there's no sort <laughs> size sorted you go on discogs there's no penny loafer saved special single disc like if a radio station decided to play it in its rotation kind of as a joke fun song on like one of those family Christian channels, like sure, but that doesn't mean it was released as a single. That means they went and they picked, I figured it out. Employee of the month EP. Penny Loafer Saved is like the second track or something. Uh. So some fan saw employee of the month EP. This is my, this is my working theory. Gotcha. I believe whoever wrote that Wikipedia article was like, well, Penny Loafer Saved is the second track on the EP to promote the album. Therefore, it is the second single. I think that was just a complete misunderstanding by whoever wrote that article. Gotcha. Anyway, Fallen Out. <laughs> yeah, this definitely was on a promotional single with forward motion because we actually have the Discogs listing for it. Yes, I've seen that on Discogs before. 
yeah, there is an actual CD single released to radio stations or whatever. Yeah, this is one of the songs that I was really excited to cover when we first started this podcast and then got a little shy on it and was like, oh, man, it's actually there. I feel like there's so much to talk about and I won't do the song justice. And so we have actually kept putting it off and putting it off. And I'm still worried I'm not going to do the song (laughs) justice uh, because this isn't like my top five Reliant K songs of all time. Right. That's nice. Yeah, I really, really like this song. I think it's uh, interesting. It definitely helps break up the 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 um the types of songs on this album right mm-hmm. even though it does have this kind of kindred feeling with forward motion where they're both these sort of mid-tempo you know i i wouldn't call it emo but i understand other people would this kind of like you know twinkly emo rock punk adjacent skate punk thing to have those two songs kind of like on here but interesting, interestingly, like back to back. And that also gives me this feeling that sometimes when I listen to Two Lefts, I feel like this whole album is more mid-tempo overall than you think it is. Mm. Plus, we talked about this when we did the Church Jams Now crossover episode. You know, I was like, I every time I listen to this album, I think it's more mid-tempo than, than uh, most people remember between like Mood Rings and Chapstick and In Love with the 80s and all those like fan college kids and all those faster songs. But I really just think it's because like here on the A side of, you know, it, not that it was literally, it wasn't a vinyl until years and years later, but ostensibly the A side is suddenly fallen out in forward motion or these kind of mid-tempo emo-y songs, Midwest sort of adjacent emo-y songs so that kind of makes me feel like the album as a whole is a little more mid-tempo and worshipy in a Reliant K sense. Right, I got you. Yeah, because they do, they sort of top load it with those where it's, you know, you have chapstick, mood rings, fallen out, forward motion, then you go right into In Love with the 80s, uh, college kids, trademark, hoops, I did it again. And then you slow it down again with like a little bit with overthinking and wait, no, slow. overthinking isn't slow, no, is it? It's kind of, it, it is, it is. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Yeah, so... I get, I get where you're coming from with that. Yeah, but I really do like this song. I think it's um, it's not unique in and of itself. It's the kind of song that you could find by, just musically, it's the kind of song you could find by other bands of this time and other bands that probably influenced Reliant K. But in Reliant K's discography up to this point, certainly, it's a kind of song musically that they hadn't really done before like even something like softer to me you know is a unique song among these first three albums but you know that's clearly like a post-hardcore like inspired like a fugazi post-hardcore inspired kind of yelling yelling angular song this is much more of a sort of polished you know pop punk emotional (laughs) sort of thing with some nice I love this chord progression. I love the intro. I love like the real contemplative lyrics that are sort of combined with which we'll get into when we talk about the lyrics. But it's it's sort of these contemplative lyrics, but not like overly uh, spiritual or overly uh, mature. There's like this. They, he tosses in these things about coffee grounds. These slightly immature 
or, the, or these slightly like you know less what is the thing i'm trying to say here like some of the stuff that's thrown in to these lyrics kind of prevents it from being a completely serious song but you can tell it's a very serious message but he kind of deliberately throws in these like humorous you know not funny but humorous anecdote lyrics to kind of like make it less serious overall because it is kind of a topic that while you know considered sincere is still you know not to be worried about because it's about how god always loves you no matter what happens so you don't need to actually be so serious you can relax and you can know that no matter what happens you know if you believe in god he always loves you so you don't need to write a song in that vein that's too serious. I like the fact that the lyrics aren't overly serious. Yeah, this is my favorite praise and worship song because that's how I've always viewed it. Um, I love how Tyson flips the meaning of beyond a shadow of a doubt. He's out here and he's questioning and he's unsure and there's ambiguity in his faith. But he knows that no matter how far he strays, he's never falling out of favor with God. Mm -hmm. And that's something that has really resonated with me, especially in the last few years where I've had sort of my own struggles with my faith. And there's a mix of literal and uh, metaphorical Tyson here, even in the same verse sometimes, which is a really, uh, like, I think is a credit to his songwriting. And there's a few different messages that you can take away from this song. You have a message to God. You have a message, you have, like, what could be taken as a message to, like, the fans slash the music industry. You know, you have a few different messages that you could really pull from here. And I think that it's just all very beautifully woven together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, musically, like I said, I don't know how, how much more to say, but I just like the build. I like the dramatic... I don't know what you would call this kind of chord progression, but it feels very simple yet dramatic, the way that it builds. And especially some of those pauses, like the face down, dun it, dun it, like those guitar, those... those that Reliant case staple of dun it, dun it. Right. That same thing that in that one interview I heard where Hoops is like, it's it's gets a little much to play Sadie Hawkins dance every night because it's dun, 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 dun. And then over the course of this podcast, we're like, well, there's so many Reliant K songs that are dun, 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 dun. But this has that again, but it's with this like really fun, just chord progression that just feels dramatic, but seems really simple. And then the dun, 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 dun like these, it just kind of, it's a little bit of a roller coaster. It's just a little roller coaster, but it's not an upside down roller coaster. It's like a roller coaster that keeps your feet planted downwards. It's like a classic wooden roller coaster. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't have a ton to say, unfortunately, and I'm kind of angling for things. Plus, I'm a little dizzy from COVID. So, is, <laughs> if anyone's unsure, it's the COVID talking. Yeah, it's the COVID. If I'm really bad at podcasting, it's the COVID. Oh, yeah. I've had COVID for three years. I was going to say, what's your excuse the other 150 episodes? <laughs> it's always been COVID. I'm patient zero. I'm the bat. Oh, no. The oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know what else to say about this, the, the music. Oh, I'll say for sure that um, the gold mix, this is probably one of the best cases for the gold mix. <laughs> Because the, um, I, I kind of A-B'd them as best as I could. The original 2003 mix compared to the 2005 mix, which is the mix. The 2005 mix is the one that's 
on streaming nowadays, this is one case where they just filled in the song. They just kind of like boosted everything up, you know, to a modern level, which it's two years after the original mix. So how modern could it be? But it's just like they kind of went in and just kind of boosted everything, fixed everything a little bit, as opposed to making some of those... Um, you know, changes or smoothing things too much or taking away the human element of like hearing string, hearing fingers on strings or, you know, making odd editing choices of panning things differently. I couldn't tell any of those decisions had been ha happened with the uh, falling out gold mix. As far as I could tell, it's pretty much the same. Just everything's boosted up. So this is one case for sure, I, th I feel, where the gold mix which is the mix that you will hear on all the streaming sites nowadays, This is the that's the way to go. You don't need to worry about going to SoundCloud or YouTube and trying to find the 2003 mix. Cool. Um, one other thing about the lyrics uh, before we dive into them is just that, you know, where last time we were talking about the truth, where the truth kind of fails in its message for me, falling out succeeds. Gotcha. It's definitely like it, it was sort of difficult to talk about with where I am in my current journey, uh, it, it was sort of, as I was doing my research for the truth, I had moments where I was just like frustrated with it and just kind of was like, oh, whatever, and sort of wanting to, to, to brush the song aside or not really dive too deep into it. And then, you know, I just come over to falling out when it just makes me feel, I, I don't know, it just makes me feel so much better. It just makes me feel safe and, and seen and, mm -hmm. you know, like everything's going to be okay. Yeah, this is a this is obviously a very you want to get we'll get into the lyrics, but this is like just a very simple positive message and it's a very it's a song about that that seems to be about the inward about talking about himself, you know, and it's not that thing of um judging other people nor is it uh overflagellating himself or not being enough in the eyes of the Lord or feeling like he's failed God too much. It's none of that like, oh, I'm such a sinner and I'm so worthless. It's none of that stuff. It's just a simple message of grace and how great it is. And like, no matter how bad he feels, he he can never truly lose the love of God. And it doesn't get any more dramatic than that. And then as we dive into these lyrics, like I said, there's sort of little fun slightly goofy things thrown in there that I think keeps the message light and goofy so that it never feels overwrought. Well, that's what I was trying to say earlier. So why don't you read the lyrics because my voice <laughs> is uh, my voice is like this now. Yeah, you want to you go take a, take a smoke break, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Verse one, I'm falling out of grace with the world. They say I've lost my Midas touch. What turned to gold now turns to rust. I'm falling out of line with all the stars that flood my dreams with their guitars and magazines. I always thought it was air guitars and magazines. <laughs> I really did. Yeah, I really... I, that's, a, that's a perfectly understandable uh, misheard lyric. I did not come across. Uh, uh, what is that? What is that website that you did your real big fish parody lyrics. to? Or oh, whatever. Oh, oh, what now? Or what am I now? Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did not come across that site this time. But this, uh, this chunk is where I'm like, this is an interesting first verse and sort of doesn't necessarily jive with the rest of the song for me. And where I was like, it's so odd. It's like, is this a mess? What is this? Me Who is this message for? Like, what is this particular part of the message about? Because it feels like, you know, 
I'm falling out of grace with the world. They say I've lost my Midas touch. What turned to gold now turns to rust. Um, I'm falling out of line with all the stars that flood my dreams with their guitars and magazines. And I'm like, is this like a, is this a note to the music industry? Is this a note to critics? And I'm like, I mean, you've only had two previous albums. I can't imagine there's that much, you know, riding on this next one at plus, this point. Well, plus if he's writing the third album, then that would, be, and if that was the case, he'd be talking about the critical reaction to Anatomy. Right. Which is which, undeniably a better album than the self-titled. Right. So, so I don't know if that's the case. I can't see it with that, but maybe it is looking at more of a, of a, I don't know, more of a storied point of view there. Or it could I, I be, really don't know what this first bit is about. Or it could be perspective. It could, or prospective what would be the word, like forward-looking. It could be like anxieties of the idea of what if he, if that's what it's talking about. It could be like, this is an anxiety he has where one day he can't write songs well anymore and everyone, no one will the world won't be interested in him in him anymore. Now, the phrase the world in a Christian rock context typically brings to mind like, ooh, the world, the bad, the bad stuff, the out the them, the outside of it. But if that's not the context here, if it simply means like everyone outside of just myself, like the world, like, hey, everyone who checks out my music, like all of a sudden I'm falling out of grace with my audience, with the world, with my perspective audience, and I've lost my Midas touch, and all my songs used to be gold, but now they're rust. This is actually, this first bit is for Chris from For the Band. <laughs> I mean, this is a very interesting interpretation. I didn't put a lot of thought into this first verse over the years of listening to this song, but if that is what it's about, um, it might just be, yeah, it might, it, it could be as literal as I'm anxious about the idea that one day my songwriting won't be up to snuff anymore and no one's going to want it. The world, aka, you know, aka my audience won't be interested in me and they'll say all my songs are rusty. And I had these dreams of being playing in playing guitar and being in magazines and now that's all gone. Interesting, you know, it kind of fits because it's like the, you know, these, you know, you these worldly or these dreams like these things that you aim to achieve and then if suddenly those things are lost well god is still there with you and you're not falling out of favor with god even if you're falling out of favor with the audience so that's an interesting parallel if that's what was happening right here. now you could almost look at it like a a story right of like a star that hits their you know peak and then how's this downward spiral where they're face down, you know, too many nights out booze and too many Miller's light. This carpet tastes like <laughs> coffee grounds ground into my face now, you know. <laughs> oh, you know, I never really thought too strongly about the idea of the carpet tasting like something. I never I never put it in a literal sense. So let me tell you, like, here's what I always kind of gleaned from this song before today, before tonight to us talking about it. I always kind of thought that, like, because, I th first of all, I thought he said air guitars that flood my dream with their guitars and magazines, which maybe he is saying air guitars. We, I'm not going to go get the CD booklet right now. <laughs> we're, we're on genius right now right. looking at the lyrics. But I always kind of thought that this was, like, kind of taking some of those, like, um, tone poem, like, tent pole, just, like, little, little physical ideas, like, 
your face is in the carpet and it tastes like coffee grounds and you you play an air guitar or they're playing their guitars and there's magazines and you're just kind of getting this tone poem of yet more teenageness. That's what I thought it was about. Like Mood Rings, Sadie Hawkins Dance, Seventeen Magazine, these songs that are just about kind of like the confusion of being a teenager and how a lot of like the sort of totems of your teenagehood are all of these little items and all these little icons around you like magazines and your favorite bands and your favorite this and your favorite that. So I thought he was just trying to give this milieu of teen confusion to kind of set you up for this idea that no matter how much I feel like my life is spiraling out of control because I'm a confused teenager, I know he would have been in his 20s by now, but I don't care if he's in his 20s. He still remembers. That was only a couple years before. He's still a kid. He went and he went straight from high school to touring in a band. He quit his job at Wendy's, we learned a couple weeks ago. I think he went to college for a little bit. Right. Because college kids. Um, But but yeah, I I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, I never, uh, up until it's been two weeks now that we've been sort of sitting on this song, and I never really thought about verse one uh, before Mm -hmm. then. It was, yeah, like you said, it was just like a little little setup, just sort of setting the scene for the rest of the song. Right. So then the pre- and, and what I was saying will definitely come more uh, forward with um, verse two, but the pre-chorus, face down, this coffee tastes like coffee grounds ground into my face now. Does the coffee taste like coffee grounds? Oh, it's, this so it's, Tur- it. uh, it's Turkish coffee, huh? That's what happens when I read and I'm on, and I'm on COVID. <laughs> Are you on this carpet tastes This carpet <laughs> tastes like coffee grounds ground into my face now. And every angle's covered with just another. And we know he's going to say Band-Aid later, but they cut it off there in the pre-chorus. So, yeah, I don't know. I never thought that hard about why is his face in the in the uh, carpet and why does it taste like coffee grounds. And that was just like, just a thing to say. I just thought they just were sounded like fun lyrics that kind of fit it kind of feels sounds like a failure ish thing i didn't think he really had his face in the carpet it could be literal it could be metaphorical it definitely it paints a picture for you right and that's something that Tyson's very good at is painting a picture for you you see someone who is like you know maybe at their wits end and it's like they're they're you know they're passed out on the carpet and you know they're waking up and they're like buh Scarpet tastes like coffee grounds, you know, that are ground into my face. Because, you know, if you if you sleep funny, you wake up, you've got impressions on your face from if you wore a bracelet or if your your pillow was a little wrinkly. Exactly. Well, we took a little pause real quick and Jessica went to go get the lyric booklet. And what did you find, Jessica? Air guitars or their guitars? It is, in fact, there. Oh. This one I can accept, unlike <laughs> Forest for the Cemeteries, yeah, which, yeah. Nope. which is the it. one time where we were better lyricists than yep. Jason. It's Forest for the Cemetery yep. is a better lyric. Absolutely. Verse two, I'm falling out of style with the current way things are, things that make conforming hard. I'm falling out of control and you just can't stop me now. I'll fight as long as time allows. Right. So this this verse uh, ties back to the idea that this is, you know, another sort of like milieu of teenage confusion, confusing life. Right. He's trying to conform, trying to conform. Exactly. But I mean, in that in in lots of different contexts, the idea of conforming 
you know, to standards around you and you're in whatever society you're in and whatever social setting you're in, those can take all kinds of different forms. So he could be talking about that in any number of contexts. It's just there are so many songs in Reliant K's discography up to this point between, you know, uh, I just named them all before, Mood Rings, Sadie Hawkins Dance, Seventeen Magazine, that it just makes me think of that. And plus it makes me think of it again in the Christian us versus them context of the world wants you to conform, blah, 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 and you don't want to conform. But it could just be as simple as, again, if you tie it to this, like, I like, it's interesting, this thing we're on with the first verse of, like, he wants, he has a dream to do this rock thing, to do this band thing. And it seems to be working out, but is it always working out? Is it going to go where it's going to go? I mean, in in hindsight, we know Reliant K only kept getting bigger, but at this point in the third album, was it? It was you know they were still playing youth groups, they were still opening for tours, not really having their own tours. So I'm sure there's that anxiety of is this going to work out? And this idea of like, do I need to conform? Do I need to do something else? as this band do i need do i keep following what i'm doing that could be what it's about as well but all that to say at the same time he's never falling out of favor with the lord exactly because face down this carpet tastes like coffee grounds ground into my face now and every angle's covered with just another band-aid and that's gross that's gross he's laying on the carpet it's one thing if it tastes like old coffee grounds but then there's just a ton of band-aids everywhere maybe this is i mean you know i like this idea i was never this never came to mind before we started doing this podcast episode but i like this idea that this is somehow about like the idea of being a burgeoning you know christian rock persona i'm i'm skeptical to say star i certainly we think of Tyson and reliant k as a whole as rock stars but i'm just saying a burgeoning rock personality and like because you know you go to all kinds of different buildings like churches venues concert halls like weird little places and spaces that get used as green rooms and maybe he's just like totally exhausted and he lays down on the ground because he just can't take it and there's nowhere comfortable to lay down and there's just band-aids everywhere because it's like some sort of rock club and it tastes like it smells and tastes like coffee not that he's licking the floor but i never know. actually read that as that as the band-aid part as there being a band-aid on the ground I oh, okay. sort of read it as that, you know, just getting through life, you just kind of keep putting these band-aids on the problem uh, instead of trying to fix it. That works too. I like this song. I like this song even more now. I mean, spoiler warning for our end question. <laughs> but this is like, it's strangely more abstract than uh, a typical Relying case. Yeah, it really is. Uh, chorus. I'm out here way beyond a shadow of a doubt, and I know I'm never falling out of favor with you. I'm out here way beyond a shadow of a doubt, and I know I'm never falling out, falling out, falling out of favor with you. I mean, yeah, that's it's pretty it's pretty black and white. Like yeah. what that what that part's about. I think. I mean, like we're on this bead of is this about being a musician or whatever. But I think it is deliberately written to be perceivable in any way that you feel, you, the listener, feel that your life is or isn't conforming to your own dreams, to everyone else's expectations for you. And 
you feel overwhelmed and there's all of these things going on. But then in the end, you just have to remember that God's still there for you. And no matter what you do, no matter how you fail or don't fail or succeed or don't succeed, it doesn't matter to God. And all of the U's here are capitalized. And that's incorrect <laughs> because in the booklet, there are no capitals. In the lyrics, they're all lowercase. Every letter. Uh, so Bridge, I won't think twice or even three times about taking a gamble with you. Because with my life, you've been so kind. I take all my comfort in you. And that's, you know, just re-examining your life looking at your life realizing all of god's blessings that he's put in your life uh then it's the pre-chorus again uh and then back to the chorus and that's the song also this is a pretty strong example i just thought i've remembered this musically i forgot to write it in my notes but i thought it is a pretty strong example musically of a piano forward reliant k song from before, you know, Reliant K became more piano forward with, you know, that didn't really start happening fully until mm-hmm. Uh, there's all that nice piano on there. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. It's just, it, it, this is like a strangely simple, this is, a, this is a, this is a standout among Reliant K at the time. And I can understand that some people aren't impressed by it, like don't really give it any consideration. But I, spe- I especially think, having gone through three years of Relying K songs, song by song, that, you know, even if you don't think this song is that special, you have to... I just definitely noticed that it's not like a lot of other Relying K songs. It is slightly more abstract. It's It has a very clear spiritual idea, but it's a little abstract in terms of how it gets you there. And musically... It's doing something that, like I said, a lot of other bands have done, but that this exact kind of like chord progression, the way it's presented, the way it's sort of played, isn't like a lot of other Reliant K songs up to this point. So, I mean, I just think this is kind of an underrated, interesting Reliant K song in the first three years. Yeah, and one that I wish they would kind of maybe play a little bit more. And by the way... (laughs) <laughs> at last week when we were posting about our the truth and how two weeks ago when we were posting about how we did the truth and then John Schneck replied to one of our videos and was like oh I always love this song and Jessica turned to me when she saw that comment and she's like oh no <laughs> because Jessica is the one who wasn't impressed with the song I've always loved the truth and I think that the truth and falling out are actually a little similar in that way and that they have this very Interesting that you're the one who loves the truth, even though I'm the one who's all about honesty and you're the one who Danny lies. (laughs) It's true. That is true. (laughs) But we both agreed that the recording quality of the truth and of a lot of the stuff on the Apathetic EP was like showing its cracks. And that's that was one of our main criticisms was that there was something yeah. slightly off about the production quality of the truth and a bunch of other songs on that EP. But anyway, it's interesting to put this song, you know, right after we, two weeks after we did The Truth, because I think they're both, they both have some shared, you know, uh, place in Reliant K's discography. I think they're both these, like, very sort of simple rock songs, but that kind of build in, uh, an, a, you know, a melodic 
way that kind of make them sound bigger and dramatic. Although I, when I listen, I'm like, these sound and feel big and dramatic, but I can tell it's like not as big and dramatic. It's not like a super complex song. It's just like a very simple chord progression for both songs that build in this way that kind of give you this triumphant feeling. And uh, I can, you know, falling out personally, I think is a little better in that than the truth. But I see how both are kind of in my, you know, share that space in my mind now. Yeah, if sure. any of that makes sense. I don't know. I don't even know if I'm awake right now. <laughs> this could all be a fever dream from the COVID. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break, cool down for just a second, and we'll be back after these messages. We just want to take a moment to thank you for listening to Sadie Hawkins Pod. Whether you've been listening for a while or this is your first time, we want to hear your thoughts on this episode, your corrections, and your Reliant K memories at our voicemail line, which is 402-95-SADIE. And if talking on the phone isn't your thing, because I know it's not mine, and whose is it really, you can send us an email to sadiehawkinspod at gmail.com, or visit our socials at Instagram and Twitter, which are both at sadiehawkinspod. While there, you can also see the visuals we discuss on the podcast each week. You can also visit sadiehawkinspod.com for easy access to all these links, as well as to our merch store for shirts, mugs, stickers, and more. We also want to thank our patrons at patreon.com slash sadiehawkinspod, who include Charity, Isaac, James, Kindle, Joshua, Timothy, Daniel, Jay, Eric, Joel, Connor, Michael, Samantha, Jimmy Eat Pod, This Might Be a Podcast, Tucker, and Brady. Join our Patreon now for two monthly bonus episodes, our entire backlog of bonus episodes, which include reviews of the case for karaoke songs and chapters of the complex infrastructure known as the Female Mind Book. You'll also get stickers, guitar picks, and a special Patreon exclusive shirt when you've donated a lifetime contribution of $60. Ooh, that sounds like fun. Where can I sign up again? At patreon.com slash Sadie Hawkins pod. If you want to be a patron of the arts, the fine arts, the podcast arts, there's one place to go. SadieHawkinsPod.com slash. Oh, wait. No, no, that's not it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I panicked. Well, if Bjorn or anyone else is interested now in the tabs for this for guitar or pretty much any instrument, there are a lot of links out there. Uh, There were tons that popped up in my uh, dive this week, as well as full on sheet music. Oh, wow. And of course, we have song meanings. It's about falling out. Or not falling out. Ooh, if you have toenail fungus, try doing this tonight. It's genius. <laughs> Let's do, Richard, let us know. <laughs> Don't leave the people hanging. I'll go to patreon.com slash Uh Okay. Ragna on April 30th, 2004 said... Don't like the God part, but it's okay. The rest of the song just rocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ragna then said on April 30th, 2004, never mind. Holy crap. Wrong song. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Never mind to which part or all of it, but. Interesting. Alrighty. Music with a K. Lover. L-U-V-R. On June 30th. On June 3rd, 2004, said, This song is heaps good. I think it's about someone who was 
going heaps well in life and everything <laughs> this person was sweet, loves the word heaps but then uh, maybe google translate a uh, 2004 google translate um and everything was sweet but then something happened and everything just started falling apart life is like a roller coaster he was at the top of the highest peak and now he's coming back down and fast and he knows it and is just letting his feelings out about him trials and tribulations did that make sense Sure. Sort of. It made heaps of sense. <laughs> Weezer Girl underscore 06 on June 3rd, 2004 said, This song is about someone who is changing and certain things they once loved, they've lost interest in. But no matter what, they will never lose interest in God because he's too important to give up on. Uh, X already heard X on June 24th, 2004 said, yeah, I always figured this song was basically about how the only thing he's sure of is his Christianity. This is one of my favorite songs off the CD. I'm surprised there aren't very many comments. Sad face. Well, there certainly are now. Uh, so check back in X hardly heard X. Uh, Stratocaster 1688 on July 18th, 2005 said he's casting off what the world thinks about him and giving it all to God. If that means his fame and fortune have to go, then so be it, because he knows that even if the entire world turns their backs on him, God will still be there. God is working through Reliant K to help spread his word through songs like this. I think it's awesome that a band like this will get up in front of everyone, in front of the entire world, and present Christian morals and values. Good going, guys. Yeah. Even if he loses all his, what was it, his fame and riches. Right. <laughs> fame and fortune. Fame and fortune. I think uh, Teason was still living in Canton at this time. Right. Uh, they had like a band house. We saw it in that web series they that's did. That's right. Uh, Faithful1 underscore 7 on November 7th, 2005 said, To me, he's saying that he might be falling out of favor with the world because he's not conforming to all of their ways, but it's okay because he knows he still has God's favor, and that's all that matters. Sure. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what it's about. Yeah. No, I, mean, I don't think that's about that at all. I don't think this song's about God at all. Oh, my goodness. I'm just kidding. The other... Wait... The other one percent, the other one percent on <laughs> January 12th, 2006. Well, it's spelt sort of, you know, like uh, all, not all of the letters. Anyway, okay. said, I super love this song. He's there looking at all the superficial things he used to find enjoyment in, but that are desperately shallow from coffee to rock stars. It's not com complimenting him. So... It's not completing him. So he makes a choice to leave it all behind. He has no doubt. He knows for a fact that it's going to work and that he's making the right decision. And even if the world casts him out, he knows God will always be there for him. Always. Well, I'm not surprised that coffee isn't fulfilling him anymore if he's only getting it out of the carpet. Indeed. Oh, goodness. Here's one in all caps. Christy Lely on March 14th, 2006 said, Jesus didn't say, follow me and be accepted. He said, follow me and stand out. We are the salt and light of this earth. We are different and are called to go against the strong current of society. We are called to fall out with the world by falling in with God. He is all we need. Yeah, that's also true about punk rock. In Indeed. <laughs> Sorry, I was just reading... 
uh, down some. Uh, not much to examine on April 20th, 2007 said, there isn't much to examine them. Why are you on song meetings? I'm falling out of grace with the world. They say I've lost my Midas touch. I love that line so much. It means so much to me, especially now. After I recently broke up with my girlfriend, I do feel like I've lost my Midas touch. I had the world and now I have nothing. This song is amazing. Oh my gosh, is it Teeson's girl's ex-boyfriend? <laughs> he had the world, but he thought he wanted more. Then over on Reddit, on r slash Reliant K, there is a really long, and I mean really long, and it says, even in brackets at the beginning, long Reliant K <laughs> falling out lyric analysis uh, by goto underscore Jaylee from three years ago. And if you're interested in reading that, go ahead and just head on over to r slash Reliant K. It's, it's just really long, but interesting. Uh, so I hadn't actually read it before right now, and we we actually cut out where I did start to read it, but it, it just it's it's great, but really really long. So if you're interested, go ahead and check. I that also out. feel like they weren't covering any specific ground that hadn't already been covered by us or song meanings. They were just relating this Reddit post mostly just relates to their personal experience. Yeah, with which a is great, situation sure. like the song "Fallen Out," which is great. Yeah, but that doesn't. It was just very long. Yeah. So yeah, definitely head on over there if you're interested. Uh, did you happen to go to SoundCloud this week? Because in I my didn't. deep dive, a SoundCloud cover popped up. Oh, okay, good. Because I don't think I got that. All right. So this is from mm. Bandana SOS Falling Out, Reliant K cover. And they're wearing, it's a very pixelated, grainy picture where it's like an old man talking to, I don't know, a penguin or a, a bird of some <laughs> kind cartoon. And it says... Something, something, are you okay? Uh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'll show you. I was I'll trying take your to, word for here it. Here we go. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. So it's a very grainy. Uh, you, I know you just said this, but very grainy picture. It's a man wearing a shirt and it says, uh, yeah, an old man talking to Again, a, apologies for the table. I tried to fix it. <laughs> I can't tell what the old man is saying to the penguin. That's such a weird shirt. Okay. So you want to hear a little of this cover? We'll have to play it over your phone into the microphone. Whoa! Because I'm not prepared to export this song from uh Oh, whoa! Oh, very so interesting. So it's Bandana SOS falling out Reliant K cover, but then it's a spirit stuff underneath. So maybe spirit stuff is who it's by. Very garage rock, uh, yeah. grungy. And it's a very interesting, uh, twinkly... Yeah, I kind of like that. Like bells, like they're, are they bells or something that are... Whether it's a MIDI keyboard doing this sound or not, I don't know. Yeah, the picture is of a guy in front of a Yamaha keyboard. <laughs> oh, it just kind of... Alrighty. They're doing oh, they're just just jamming it for a minute. Okay. Whoop! That was something else. And <sighs> this is uh, from, this was posted on July twenty fourth, twenty sixteen, and it's just a, a one minute cover. Cool. Look at you doing some of my work for me since I'm so <laughs> so sleepy. 
Uh, and then we had, let's see, we had a couple more things, but they're all just kind of general stuff. So since Dan's not feeling too great, we're just going <laughs> to cut this short and we're going to move on to what did you have, Danny? Let's see what I have. I don't remember. This is so exciting. I myself will get to fi- find out <laughs> what it is that I found. Well, um, so there are these like, I don't think we ever figured out where they're from, and we've only come across them a couple times. But there were some sort of like acoustic sessions with a uh, with a radio station or possibly with a website. Sorry, oh. I just dropped a cable. <laughs> so um, they did this song acoustically for you know like AOL sessions or something like that, or maybe some radio station. But it's audio only, and it's on a. Um, it's in like drop boxes of files that get shared with fans because this particular one wasn't on YouTube. But here is this acoustic performance of Fallen Out. Uh, like sort of unlabeled, unknown. This next one's a fun one. It's called. Uh, acoustic performance of Fallen Out. This next one's a fun one. It's called Falling Out. He got it backwards. <laughs> right, yeah. That's fun. Not as good as uh, Midas Touch. I mean, gold, no, what uh, Spirit Stuff's cover, but yeah, still still fun. Yeah. Fun I mean, little cover by Reliant it's a little, K. It's a little struggling to keep in tune, like, because this is just like a lie, like I said, some sort of radio performance or something. Face down, this carpet tastes like coffee grounds, ground So, yeah, not, like, the best performance vocally. I guess that's Hoops trying to sing, like, harmony, right? Yeah, that's what I what I imagined. You don't have a video there? No, it's not a video. It's just an audio from some sort of website. Shadow of a town. It's that's not the that's not that's not fantastic. It's not fantastic. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> well, it's also like the full four minutes. So oh, wow, let's hear okay. some better. Yeah, I mean, you know, so I, I skipped around a little bit, but let's let's go and hear a live 2009 oh. performance of the song. This is at the Living the Theater of the Living Arts in Philadelphia in October 
okay, and so they're cutting this version of the song down to two minutes. Oh, wow. Because okay. did you hear that? Like, when they yeah, got to the yeah. Band-Aid part, they actually said Band-Aid. They're just cutting... Yeah. They cut the whole middle part of the song out. Oh, they're totally like reworking exactly what the song is. They yeah, kind of stripped yeah. it down. They just kind of do one chorus, one verse, and then they do this like sort of completely reworked outro thing. So that's interesting, especially because, you know, this is from the third album. And I don't think I have a lot of I don't think I have any video of this song being played at the time. But then here's a version with Ethan on drums in 2009 it just seems like so, uh, so, uh, in chromatic, what's the word? <laughs> <laughs> what do you, chronological, in, in, when something's not chronologically correct. Anyway, it doesn't seem like, you know, I don't know, this is not a song I think of as an Ethan era song, you know? It's not a song right, I even, I don't yeah, think I've yeah. ever even heard, I don't know if I've even heard this song live before. And here they've just completely reworked it into this kind of mini version for the set. So let's just hear, we might as well hear the last 15 seconds of this version. So, I don't know. That's really interesting. Cool. I like that they just were like, yeah, we'll do some like deeper cuts, but we'll just do them really quick <laughs> and completely rework it. Yeah. Sorry, I got a little distracted because uh, I started to check my, my phone for a second and I saw a meme on Instagram and I was like, oh, that's funny. I see what they did there. And I was going to show it to you only to look up and realize it, it was one of your memes. <laughs> what meme was it? <laughs> What was it? I knew you yeah, were. I'm distra- glad I grew up doing this. Oh, not the doing MXPX, this. MXPX. <laughs> like, I know this is. I know that the, I should have known it smells of Danny with the facetiousness, but like. <laughs> it's an MXPX lyric reference. <laughs> gotcha. It's a guy throwing up one thousand times, and then it's a bunch of girls on their phones, and it says, "Glad I grew up doing this, not this." All right, well, there's a couple other live performances from 2009 and 2010, but I think it's just cool to learn that, you know, they completely transformed this song in 2009 to just fit it quickly into the set, just to do some deep cuts and not have yeah. it fill out an entire four minutes of the set. Right. I'd love for them to do that again. I'd love for them to, to bring that back out. Yeah, that'd be great. So we'll just move on to covers. So here's a full live band cover i didn't write any actual notes for any of these things so i will be surprised to see what all of these are (laughs) this is by the reckless pursuit 
The Reckless name? Pursuit covering this song 12 years ago. Is the audience going cup, 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 cup? I don't know. This is super fun. I'm sort of laughing because the uh, girl who's singing is standing at some keyboards in an outfit that I would have worn in college. <laughs> Sorry. You totally would have worn that. <laughs> She's got like a like a fedora hat and <laughs> like a white blazer on for like. A low-cut black uh, blouse. <laughs> Do we think this is School of Rock? No, Or no, just no. like a talent show? Or I think this is just like a community band, whether it's a high school gotcha, or church gotcha. band or something i think it's like a safe little community rock band fun <laughs> that they that they like, opened with uh yeah yeah crayons can melt on crayons us can melt. but i also like that the the guitar tone here kind of sounds vaguely ska or kind of like mid-2000s indie rock it doesn't sound like the fuzzy distorted guitar tone it should it's like here listen to listen to this guitar tone by from one of the guitars in the mix listen to this Sounds like the hives oh, yeah, or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> I'm wondering if they're going to transition into another song because it says "Falling Out," Reliant K slash TRP. Yeah, yeah, the Reckless Pursuit. Oh, TRP oh. cover, the Reckless Pursuit. Oh, I see. They're onto that branding. They're like, hey, we're I TRP. I understand. I was very, I was unsure. Jesse, get on I'm the sorry. TRP train so or don't. <laughs> the way it said slash TRP cover, I thought that meant there was going to be another band they were covering. Gotcha. Well, we'll skip. Oh, there's a smoke machine and everything. Oh, no way. That just makes me extra. Rock and roll. That Let's just, see it. That just makes me extra think this is like a church or youth or, you know, the other community kind of thing. It's like we got all this stuff. It's already here in our little like our little stage <laughs> and the kids are going to play their rock band tonight. <laughs> so <laughs> we got everything ready for them. Oh, nice. Yeah. Smoke machine is going. Oh my goodness. I love this gentleman's outfit. He's got, he's got a flannel, a, like a, a, a green and purple flannel shirt on with a tie and some, no, uh, oh, no, that's, I thought he had suspenders, but it's just his guitar strap. Very low slung. Everyone's fantastic. <laughs> I can't get over this clean Islands in the Sun style guitar tone that's going on in the background. Because while that's not like correct for the song, it's just adding something to this version of the song that I otherwise couldn't have imagined. 
while the reckless panda, what are they called? I already lost their name. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't stay on the TRP train, the reckless pursuit. So the reckless pursuit, that's their version. That's pretty good. I like that. So here is a, um, another, like I wrote band room. Like, oh, okay. Bedroom. So this is like a, a guy on a, on a drums and a guy on guitar in a bedroom. Nice. nice. <laughs> like a real creepy little setup. Oh, this is very creepy. Are you sure this isn't you and Johnny? Cause the guitar player looks a little like Johnny. And the drummer looks a little bit like my friend Johnny. They both do. This is the band of Johnny's. And, oh, uh, and the drummer is shirtless. And this is in like sepia tone. It's very cursed. Or he might be wearing a, uh, like a strapped shirt. You know, what used to be called an, used a, to be called. A spaghetti strap? No, like a strapped, <laughs> like a, like a, like a tank top, like a men's tank top. Oh, I see. A tank top had or a wife beater. Yeah. Well, I was going to say it has an offensive oh, domestic okay. abuse base name. Sorry. <laughs> you can say it. You're a, you're a wife. <laughs> I can't oh, yeah. say it because I'm a, a man. So uh, this is by CCW Cohors. I don't understand this word, the word C-C-W-C-O-H-O-R-S. And this is their creepy bedroom cover of Fallen Out. Seems like maybe they they maybe don't know the words. They're just like falling out. I love it. It's lots still of fun. Still a vibe, yeah. Still a vibe. Lots of fun. Takes me back to those wonderful days of uh, being a young person, <laughs> which I'm not anymore. <laughs> this is from seven years ago. Wait, the video is from nine years ago, and seven years ago. There's one comment that says, I want to join the band too. I'm looking for a Christian one to join. <laughs> so this person was looking nice. for a Christian band to join. Nice. So they hit YouTube and they're like, someone come on and hire me. Here is a, another cover. This is a, fu- a sort of fully produced fan cover. This is by William Wright from only one year ago. So since the podcast has existed. By and the cover art says Twisted Logic, so I guess William Wright, White, William White, or uh, it's like the word, it's like the last name Wright, but without the R, so White, W I G H T, and the uh, artwork on the sorry, the artwork on the video says Twisted Logic, so maybe that's the name of the project. Here it is. Here's their cover of Fallen Out. See, I've lost my mind. 
That's great. That's really good. Yeah, that is good. That's it must great. be really hard to like precisely hit that guitar tone. Right. Or you just find one that works for you and then you kind of guess yeah, get the yeah. rest of the song to match up to that tone. Yeah, but good stuff. Yeah. And there's two more, there's three more covers and there's no real fan video, so we'll just end with these three covers. This is um this is the band Trade M with their covers of Trademark, Fallen Out, and then the song Pocket by Billy Biffy Clero. I'm not sure, but here's their... We'll skip ahead. Maybe we played their trademark cover when we did trademark, but here's their Fallen Out cover. <laughs> Second female lead singer it's of the night, stuff. and very raw yeah. rock and cover played this in song some definitely definitely vibes with the teens. Yes, I guess it does. Yeah, this is from also. I mean, it se- vibed with me as a teen, <laughs> yeah. so makes sense. <laughs> this is also from seven years ago, and this is uh, this is played in oh, some nice. sort of like some sort of state park promenade. promenade. <laughs> <laughs> state. It's like some sort of like some sort of like forest park. Some right. sort of it's like a it's like a what do you call one of these things or uh, what do you call one of those things? It's under like a there's a name a pagoda a pagoda no that's a Japanese one the the thing in the middle of a park the band oh, not right. the bandstand uh-huh. come on folks four zero two nine five Sadie. <laughs> Why can't I think of the name of it now? A gazebo. Gazebo. It's like a. It's like a. It's it, not elevated though. It's not a gazebo because it's got it's got a brick floor. I think it's like a cookout space <laughs> at like a state park. And, but that's kind of where you need to do the heaviest rocking of all, because uh, you know. You can see the forest for the cemeteries and yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I'm losing my mind right now. Um, so here's... Thanks for coming on this journey with us. Yeah, thanks for coming on the journey. Hey, no matter how bad this episode gets, I know that I'm never falling out of favor with the Lord. Certainly so. you're falling out of favor with the listeners, but that's okay. <laughs> so here is yet more Picking on Reliant K. So interesting that we keep picking songs from Picking on Reliant K, the bluegrass tribute to Reliant K. But here it is. What do you think? Good stuff. I'm enjoying it. Now, his voice hasn't come in yet. You never like to pick an on Reliant K guy's voice. I'm falling out. Her shoulders and her face just kind of went downwards like, nope. I think this is great. Feel like you're walking. Th- feel like I'm walking through some like like Knott's Berry Farm or something. 
for sure. I want to hear how he says Band-Aid. <laughs> Skipped ahead two and a half minutes. Oh, it was right there. <laughs> Yeehaw! Yeehaw! Band-Aids! <laughs> so here's, uh... Oh, I did find that cover! I did find this cover, but I completely forgot! Gotcha, okay! So this is, uh... <laughs> this is a previously heard cover by Spirit Stuff. Love it. So we can't end on that. What else do I have? Here's another SoundCloud cover that you didn't find. This is a acoustic cover by Sawyer Daniel. Nice. I already like one of his names. <coughs> Sawyer. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. What turns to gold now turns to rust. I love this. <laughs> Welcome to my dreams with air guitars and magazines. Danny, I'm trying to hear the cover. I'm providing harmonies. Tastes like coffee grounds ground into my... I love the monotone delivery. I'm like, now that means I could be a singer. Covered Absolutely. with just another band-aid. <laughs> I'm out here. <laughs> singing like Squidward or something. It's Good stuff, great. Sawyer Daniel. It. So here's the last cover. Last cover. I'll skip to a minute and 15, 17 seconds in. This is Skate Dad with Skate Dad's acoustic cover. Jess. Yes. Nice job, Skate Yeah, Dad. also monotone, but I like the monotone of the previous one. Gotcha. So, Jessica, what do you yeah. think of Fallen Out by Reliant K? And what love do you it. think of having a husband love with it COVID? <laughs> do you love it more the same or less than the last time you experienced it? Do having a husband with COVID. You, this is the first time you've gotten COVID, so... Well, yeah, but how, is it the first time you've had a husband with COVID? Is what I'm yes. Asking. As as far as I know, oh, there's a teddy bear in the in the thing. A little teddy bear just oh, got pushed just in front of the camera. To, yeah, yeah. Oh, the kid's just coming up to skate, Dad. Aw, adorable. Oh man, this the <laughs> this is adorable. The, the bear is just headbanging in front of the the camera. Well, I love uh, this video even more now, yeah. as well as the song "Fallen Out" by Reliant K. How about you, Dan? Definitely. I like this song even more than I ever did, and I definitely consider it one of my favorite Relying K songs. Awesome. Of um of this or any other podcast I've ever done. Wait, what? I don't know. I don't know. I can't think straight. My brain is hot. I'm just like, oh. Well, we're gonna get Danny to bed. Thanks for listening, for Danny. folks. <laughs> <laughs>